Okay. <laughs> you want to just it's jump like in? Complex. Yeah. Hey everyone, this is Camille and I'm Caro, and we are two Latinas. The podcast. <laughs> One and a half. <laughs> One and a half. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, Ooh. I pressed the wrong button. It's. There we you go. You know what? Once you press the wrong one, there's just no turning back. No, 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 no. Yeah. We're, we're I always still want to do that, that one. one. I know. Yeah. It's to come. It is to come. Put it on the to-do list. Yes. What's good, everyone? How's Thanks everyone doing? Uh, Mercury retrogrades in a week. Holla at you, girl. Buckle up. I feel like I'm already experiencing the lows of Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because it's saying, uh, you know, it's saying in Mercury <laughs> retrograde, uh, part of it is technological issues and yes. when I was trying to do my taxes yesterday I was experiencing so many issues and usually it's like a because it's all on turbo tax yeah I just, I just like go next 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 yes and it connects to my billing software and now it's not it was like uh, girl cool cool <laughs> not cool. today girl <laughs> so this is what you get for putting it off to a couple of days before well yeah I'm just kidding we know really. is my father-in-law a CPA he sure is is he really uh-huh do we always wait till the last second to do our taxes? Also, yes. Oh my God. Yeah. I wish I knew your father-in-law. He He's trying to retire, so. Well, good for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He deserves Love it. That he works really hard. You know, actually, I have a good friend who's a CPA, but she doesn't deal with small businesses, so I can never, I'm always like, Rachel, mm. what about this? And she's like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he's Louisiana-based too, so it'd be different. Like, he does work small business, but I don't know what is different about New Mexico and yeah. You know? It's always like general questions. Like I remember one time I asked, uh, my ex's cousin. So my cousin in law at the time for advice, she, her father-in-law was in a CVA mm -hmm. and it was like dumb. It was like, can I pay my employees over Venmo Oh, <laughs> or contractors? <laughs> yeah. But you never, I mean, better to ask. Yeah. She said, yes, you can. Okay. Well, good as to long know. as you do a 1099, if anyone's PSA. PSA. During this tax Venmo. season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy tax season, everyone. Happy tax season, everybody. May the odds be ever in your favor. Yeah. 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 We want that for you. You know what? I did do good on saving for taxes this year. That's so great. I'm super proud. Always a good feeling. Yeah. Not a great feeling to owe a ton, which is Oh, what yeah. You see your account. We have like, felt you're the like, pain oh, of. Oh, wow. This is great. I did great. Uh -huh. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to say goodbye to that, sir. Yes. So long. Goodbye. All right. Should, so we, gossip. should we jump into our gossip? So I am personally devastated by this one. Okay. Um, unless you're... <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. And then I'm going to tell you what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So unless you've been living under a rock, you've probably heard this, but Taylor Swift and Joe have broken up. Okay. I'm so. going to be honest. I had no idea she had a boyfriend <gasps> this entire time. Camille. I thought she was a single queen. Where do you think we got all this great music from? In the last few years, Taylor Lautner. I don't know. Taylor like, <laughs> that was like eons ago. I know, but in I my, love that you thought that. In my head, like Taylor Swift is still like 19. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's immortal in a way, you know? She literally. Honestly, even when I was, it's so funny. When I saw her a couple of weeks ago in Dallas at the show, first of all, like raved about it last week. It was incredible. She's astonishing for giving us three straight hours of just. That's so amazing. That's so much time. It was, it was, uh, JJ Watt even spoke oh, to I how impressed he was because he went that. with his wife, I think in the, like at the Aww. Phoenix show. Isn't that cute? Um, but it was just amazing. But, um, where was I even going with that? I already lost my train of thought. Well, she broke up with her boyfriend. Yeah. But I was just like astonished at, um, oh, what I was going to say. Yes, yes, yes. Cause we were talking <laughs> about her being immortal. Sorry, you guys. It's Friday. <laughs> Sometimes Mercury Fridays retrograde. are a fun time to record and other times we're like stick of work in us. Yeah. But, um, what I was going to say is I feel like she's like a mythical creature. Mm. Like I was at her yeah. show. I was in the same, I want room as her, but I mean, it was a giant stadium, it counts. but still like, yeah, you know, counts. she was right there. I was hearing her live. I was watching her. Yeah. And I looked at one of my friends and I was like, I know this is weird to say, cause we've seen her several times together, sure. the two of us. And I'm like, I feel like I Settle understand. <laughs> Flex. Well, <laughs> it was so fun. No regrets. But, um, I was like, I know she's a real person, 
But I feel like it's surreal that she's right there. Like she almost doesn't seem like a real person to me. Well, and her lighting was immaculate. So she did look like a holographic. Oh my God. You know what I mean? An angel among us. Yeah. Like all the footage I've seen is like insane. She honestly does look stunning. I feel like she is in her prime. Like she, I think has I never looked better, never sounded her better. Hips, I, like her hips look so good. I she just think stunning. like at the late, so I didn't develop hips until I was like 28 and I'm still waiting for mine, but go ahead. <laughs> I was really hoping sir would come through on that and give yes. me hip, that's my son give yes. me more hips uh and I guess he did because I was super straight before but um I feel like Taylor's hips came in and they look so like her body looks insane. baby girl looks wonderful she really does she just I don't know I feel like she was glowing like so you what said. did Joe do oh, okay let's read so people reports after six seemingly blissful years together Taylor Swift seemingly seemingly <laughs> we like to think so it'll always live like that in my memory and Joe Alwyn shocked fans with news of their sudden breakup over the weekend a source close to the pair confirmed to people that the singer and her actor boyfriend were going their separate ways the split comes after Swift is traveling the country for her sold out heiress tour at which the actor hasn't been spotted so I think that's what tipped people off at oh. first though the Grammy winner winner and the Wimmer. favorite can't talk and the favorite star kept their romance largely out of the spotlight during the course of the relationship swift did give a few glimpses of their love story through her music yes yeah, she did uh joe thank you for basically the entire lover album he also co-wrote oh, yeah. a lot of songs did he really yes he plays piano who is he he's an actor he's a british actor oh okay. i didn't really know who he was you she loves him? the brit he is very handsome like he's cute Oh, yeah, he's they're beautiful handsome. together. Yeah, he's um, very yeah, I feel so. He so plays sad. piano and he's yeah. a songwriter. Mm-hmm. Wow, dream. I know. Yeah, Are you kidding me. And they kept their their relationship very private. But I think at one of the awards that she won for like one of the songs they wrote together, um, she she thanked him in her speech, which wow. was kind of out of character. Um, but anyway, yeah, very sad about I this. If they're going to get back together. I don't know. I kind of doubt it. I, I do. do. Yeah, I do. Just because I feel like where she might have had that behavior before when she was younger to get back together with somebody, I think them being in a relationship for almost seven years and like, she's my age, she's 33. I think, I think no. I did not realize she was like in her 30s yeah like in my head she's like 27 yeah well she has the 1989 album that's the year she was born god that's your little clue <laughs> why didn't i think of i that? mean you're not a diehard swifty <laughs> it's okay um but i do love that album so why wouldn't i think of that like, i don't know so anyways yeah. <laughs> so yeah that makes sense like you're yeah. she's in her 30s she's evolved I now think she wouldn't so. go back yeah i think so even though i'm really like <laughs> this is like so i mean i don't know them but you feel like you do though because like of the music that they put out together and you just kind of idealize them, I think. And so anyway, I don't know. Tell Paul, I'm sorry, but I no longer believe in love. So here yeah. we are. Sorry, Paul. Sorry. <laughs> Can't do it anymore. It's divorce. Um, <laughs> just kidding. So sad for her. But um, can I just say still giving the absolute performance of lifetimes at all of her shows? Oh my God. That reminds me of like, Katy Perry. Remember? Did she do that? So Russell Brandt, you know, they were, they were married. They were married and he asked her for a divorce over text like five minutes before she went on stage. I don't remember that happening. Wasn't he like a like he had addiction issues and he was probably yeah. like on something. Well, he was Still sober. Horrible. They for were her. they were not meant to be together because no. he was sober and she like was like what the fuck. I yeah. mean, there was like interviews that were really uncomfortable, but he did it five minutes before she had to be on stage. That's horrible. She's literally crying as she's <gasps> on the platform, like they're lifting her up. That is, it's awful. like on her documentary. I never saw the documentary, but I've seen that. Clip. I've never been a huge fan of her, but I do like that's terrible. You know, she has some bangers. Erin and I were talking about. No, it. she does. She has some bangers. I probably underrate her in my own mind. I think because they made her so poppy when she first came mm-hmm. out, she wasn't super poppy. She was like more acoustic vibes. That's and I think, true. I think if they would have kept with that her lyricism would have stuck with a different demographic that's because that's that's her lyricism point. is really good yeah but her music is like, I probably Wah. don't give her enough credit but also she had that beef with Taylor Swift and I've always just always been such Wait, a Taylor fan so they both dated John Mayer oh my god like hasn't the fucking rest of the <laughs> Every, world like yeah I've dated given John Mayer probably many no, a woman in STD but uh, <laughs> you dated John Mayer. <laughs> um, no, so they, they both dated him, and like Taylor Swift was like nineteen when she dated John Mayer, and I don't know their he's age. He's such difference. a predator. Like what? he's all, he's dating someone who I think who's twenty years old right now, okay. like currently. And Taylor Swift just John, her Midnight's album, on. the last song on the album is about him. So she wrote another song about it. I think now that she has 
grown even Process. more since that experience. But anyway, I think something happened with them. They were Taylor and Katy Perry. With, but we're, I love how I call her Taylor. Like she's my friend. Yeah, she is your girl. Yeah, your sister. So your sister. I think that like she's Kappa, like, Kappa she's a new <laughs> Delta Delta new. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. I, always, I always do Kappa because Taylor was Kappa. a Kappa. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's funny regardless. Yeah. Um, but I think they were maybe touring at the same time. Other, or something another like Taylor, that. not Taylor Swift. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. To be clear, yeah, although be clear. her name is well, we won't say her whole name, yeah. but like we call her DJ T Stiff. Yeah. So it's pretty funny. Yeah. Anyway, so I think Taylor Swift and Katy Perry were like touring at the same time, and something like Katy Perry poached backup dancers from Taylor. And like, that was the beef. And I don't know, they were much younger then. But then when she wrote, you need to calm down. I like how it's like poached. That was like such a good word. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. Great word. Great verbiage. Anyway, um, and then she wrote Bad Blood about Katy Perry. Oh, was that about Katy? Yes. And then Katy Perry wrote uh, the Swish Swish song. That's about Taylor Swift. I never heard that song. So it goes to like Taylor won the battle. You know what I mean? Well, this is actually kind of cute. And then like years later, Taylor wrote, you need to calm down in the music video, Katy Perry's in it. And it shows him hugging and like reconciling. It was, I thought it was cute. Okay. Yeah. We love, we love, it's corny, but we love to see it too. Cause it's like, all right, be adults. Like I also think like they're setting a good example as like women, women, pop stars too. So anyway, that was the scoop on Taylor and more history than you probably wanted, but here we are. (laughs) Here we are. Uh, but I always enjoy it because oh, yeah. I don't know all this yeah. Taylor gossip. Well, you know things that I don't know. So we're just, you know, we're here to balance each other out. Different genres for yeah. sure. For sure. Exactly. Uh, in other news, Bud Light is an ally. Yes. We learned um, Bud Light's partnership with a trans influencer sparked a right-wing boycott. So mm-hmm. all over TikTok a ton of um, men, I guess, and women are buying cases of Bud Light and then throwing them in the trash. It's like, remember when people were doing that with Nike or was Adidas when they did a a collab with like Colin Kaepernick? I did not remember that. It was so, it was so dumb. Like everyone was throwing away their Nikes and it's like, okay. Wait, so people are buying, actually, can you give like the kind of more, of uh, course, background. Comprehensive scoop, yeah. Following in the footsteps of Hershey, chocolate, Coke, M&M's, and others, Bud Light is the latest major food or drink product to get caught in the conservatives' culture war. Prominent right-wing figures, including politicians and celebrities, are boycotting the beer line because a partnership between the beer and 26-year-old trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney, she did a collaboration with um, Bud Light. I've actually been following her for so long, and she is so outspoken has taken us all on her journey mm-hmm. through her transition. And her transition was fairly, um, what's it called? Fairly recent. Oh, interesting. And okay. she, she covered the whole transition wow. on TikTok. That's pretty incredible to yeah. be vulnerable yeah. with that, especially like how giving of her to do that for other people that are, could be going through the same thing and just yes. feel kind of lost. 100%. That's amazing. And um, so she was very well known prior as Dylan. Mm-hmm. And now uh, she she has still stuck with her same name. But um, I love that name that for amazing? her. I think that's a great androgynous Beautiful. name. I love it. And she's so gorgeous Aww. and just has the best spirit, is so loving and caring and has created such a cool community over TikTok. Yeah. Um, but she has even taken us on her like surgery journeys, um, even her, her thoughts as she's transitioning or as she's starting to, um, dress as a female. It was just so it's like, she's been so open. So Bud Light did a collab with her and she is now the face of their new beer can. Wow. Yeah. But like from what you have given us of her background, like a deserving person to be spot spotlighted she has been so vulnerable and open um personally I think that's so brave and courageous I absolutely especially with how hateful people can be yes um but we're about to hear hear more more about um so gosh um as noted by the online LGBTQ magazine, Malvaney cultivated endorsements and partner or er, and partner <laughs> sponsorships as her stardom rose, including with 
brands such as Kate Spade, Ulta, and Instacart, still her popularity has been met with transphobic hatred. Sure. So in October, Mulvaney and President Joe Biden discussed trans rights for a Now This video. Um, Look at her. She's an I advocate know. too. Isn't she amazing? That's, yeah. That's Con- just so nice to hear somebody get, I don't know, I guess like the recognition. I mean, obviously oh my God. there's the other side of it that we'll hear a little bit more about. But Absolutely. Yeah. Um, congressional Republicans, including Green and Sen- Senator Marsha Blackburn, lashed out against Mulvaney at the time, calling her a fake woman. Isn't that disgusting? Yes. And like, unfortunately, not surprising coming from those two people. The starlet uh, has nearly 2 million followers on Instagram and recently announced a partnership with Nike. Good for her. Yeah. A, a company that's no stranger to white wing, right wing boycotts. So yeah, yeah Nike's just like, whatever, you yeah. guys, whatever <laughs> yeah. y'all go be haters. It's so dumb. Like it's really, yeah. I mean, I, I think hasn't Bud Light lost like a couple billions of dollars in revenue because of this too, because people are pulling as sponsors. So um, the response to the partnership, uh, the video was met with both, both positive and negative feedback. Of Mm. course, critics said the beer brand should know its audience and demanded, Bud Light cut ties with Mulvaney and stop going woke quote unquote some posted that's so videos offensive isn't that disgusting that's very offensive uh stop po- some of some posted videos of them dumping out cases of beer which is like grow up idiotic <laughs> like okay uh transgender visibility and rights remain a polarizing uh topic obviously mm-hmm. uh right-wing media figures including fox news hosts called for a boycott of bud light as well as other um eisenhower bush produced beers so um mm-hmm. they own stella artois budweiser bush and then republican favorite michelob ultra i like how it says republican, republican favorite, favorite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so funny surprise uh, it's not Coors Light, to be honest oh my god that's hell that's like i was <laughs> like if so we assigned funny. beer to like Re- republican or to just like yeah demographics of people yes. like if you were a beer what would you be so how's a boycott going with celebrities such as kid rock and country singer travis tritt joining in on the anti-bud light movement more people are finding out about a once niche and campaign so like it's very interesting because so many people are joining in on the boycotts right dylan has a very unique niche and following mm-hmm. and demographic that follow her um so now celebrities are coming out about the boycott and now she's gaining it's so interesting when things like this happen mm-hmm. right because now she's gaining even more of a demographic and even more stardom than yes like i want to go follow her so she feels yeah. loved like would like she wouldn't normally be on a republican's algorithm but now yes. she is do you know what i mean i kind of love that i love it <laughs> in turn there has also been a lot of misinformation swirling across the internet involving the original campaign a debunked rumor began spreading that eisenhower bush laid off and its entire marketing team because of the right-wing backlash. Mm -hmm. The Associated Press confirmed that wasn't the case, obviously. Yeah. Like, there are so many... confirmations and authorizations that uh influencer has to go through before a campaign is posted it's just right so ridiculous that people would think that um but the, i mean they work with hundreds of influencers across different ba- brands to authentically connect with audiences across various demographics and passion points um and that's that was their statement to mm-hmm. fox that it's like look this is like what our campaign is and yeah whatever <laughs> Right. Yeah. I was talking recently with a group of friends about, I guess, just trying to tread lightly with um, social political views as to not offend other people. Like, I I think for me personally, like, I've never been somebody that would want to project my views onto somebody or, I don't know, try to shame them into thinking the way I do or anything like that. However, (laughs) I've kind of run out of a little bit of tolerance when it comes to this type of thing because I... I don't think I'll ever understand it. I think there's no reasoning with it, but I just, why do you care? Why do you care? That's my then, thing. Then don't buy a Bud Light. Don't buy that can. Like, that, yes. go sit down. No one wants to hear your hate. I don't know. It's, Sorry. I know. I, I get agree. very, like, very revved up about this and a few other things. And, like, this is a big one for me because I just don't understand. Then, then don't, like, why do you care? 
I just, I don't, I think that's if I, if I could say Girl. lots and lots of things, but if you could strip it down to like, I just kind of don't understand why you're trying to choosing to focus on something that you don't like, then like, don't look at it. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's like, stop so, being so hateful. It is so strange to me because, I mean, number one, I'm an ally. You're an ally. Yes. Like, I, I don't necessarily understand the intolerance even like kind yeah. of what you're saying where it's just like okay like what how does this affect you babe like yes. like I, again going back to like this isn't even on your algorithm yeah like like you're seeking this out to be hateful literally towards it. like they probably saw it on fox news yeah. and now they're like in an uproar it's like right you would have to seek out the information or go and look at her video or it's just so um calculated yes and it just feels calculated hatred calculated hatred I don't know it's a war path I just don't understand I can understand you know I I think I'm pretty tolerant of other people's views and um, while I'm not Republican or conservative myself um, I think it's one thing to have a political leaning but then Mm -hmm. to be hateful is a completely different subject in my opinion right like have your feelings about taxes but like why do you care how someone spends their life? Right. It's so strange. Then fine. Don't live like that yourself. Yeah. And I don't know. I guess I just, I think it's hard too. Cause it's like, I, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm going through like a personal revolution or revelation myself in that. Like, like I said, I, I think I shied away from wanting to be more vocal about how I feel about these things because yeah. I didn't want to offend somebody. But yeah. I was talking with friends and one of my cousins recently and we're like, but you are being offensive. Like the people that have a hateful stance towards people of the LGBTQ community, it's like, that is like, you are being offensive, Truly. you know? And like, why are, why am I allowing more space for you to be louder than, than I am being when I'm just trying to look at everyone as a person? Truly. I don't know. I'm kind of like, fine. If you don't understand it too, like I, that's okay. Fine. Who Maybe cares? you don't get it. Who cares? You don't have to hate it though, just because you don't understand it. And like, please understand though, that you're talking about another human being. It's so strange. Period. Yeah. Like, why do you have an opinion about someone's pronouns? Right. Don't give a like, fuck, babe. Like no one, I don't no care. one cares like, about yours. Like just no. ha- let, stay in your lane. Like then fine, but don't encroach on somebody else's and try to take their rights away. Truly. Spew hate about them. I mean, just why is that how you're spending your time and energy? I just would implore you to ask yourself. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly, it's disgusting. Yeah. I don't get it, but I loved her campaign. Yeah. I love that uh, Bud Light partnered with her. I I'm not a Bud Light fan, but maybe no. I'll go buy Bud Light. And it's kind of surprising. Like Bud Light's <laughs> brand to me is not really that. Like I picture like a broed out frat boy. Oh, I picture you know what I mean? like. Which doesn't mean that they're not like open minded and progressive. I think if you even want to call that being progressive, I don't. But I mean, I think as a digital marketer, I'm very impressed that they're leaning towards a different demographic now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it. I think most companies should. Uh, yeah. We're past a point of trying to stay in like a in a bubble. Like we're just not there yeah. anymore. When I picture Bud Light, I definitely picture like the Trump Lake Parade where all the boats yes. were like sinking. <laughs> but that's that what, type of scene. That that that's like what I picture <laughs> yeah. uh, with Bud Light's demographic. Um, but I think it's so smart that yeah. corporations are leaning out of their demographics and learning how to be more open to different niches and different communities. Mm-hmm. And um, why why would a company just lean into one demographic? That's so stupid. Exactly. It, I, it's that just too. literally so dumb. Yeah. Like from a logical business practice perspective it's mm-hmm. like babe what do you what did you think like yes. they're just like what well I think I think we're also seeing a company do that and face repercussions for it and then still stick to their guns too Love which like that. also from a marketing standpoint there there's no other option but I hope that it, it some part of it is a genuine care too you know I mean I'm sure it is it's just yeah I think now too uh with with Gen Z becoming the more prominent generation, it's time for companies to get it together. Yeah. Like, I, it just to shouldn't even speed. Yes. I, I, Gen Z is just so intolerant of, of intolerance, n- non-inclusivity. Yes. And 
I think that's one thing I definitely love about that generation. Me too. And I think we all need to take notes. I, I, I see some hope in them in that regard. I really do. Like I respect that about them a lot. And it's obviously not everyone, just like you can't categorize everybody in a certain generation. But I do think that that is a strong characteristic of their culture. And it's like very nice to see. And for the other cultures behind that, or I'm sorry, for the other generations Mm -hmm, to follow. Yeah. My son, he's five and he had an obsession with Wally a couple of years ago. (laughs) And I was referencing Wally and I I called Wally a male. I said he or Mm -hmm. him or something like that. Like he's so cute or whatever. And he barked back at me. my son and he was like mom Wally is not a boy Wally is just Wally oh and I was like that is so sweet, sweet. Yeah. yeah and I, so and I and I said uh, like why I, what happens to us yeah. that people get so hardened against other people and why did I carry Wally as a boy you know and then Eve, because it's socially ingrained it's in socially you. ingrained in me mm-hmm. and I asked well is Eve a boy or a girl and he was like no mom it's just Eve, I you know, it. and it, it, it was just such like a wake up call for me that those gender norms are so ingrained in our heads for sure. And it's yeah. like, why, <laughs> like, yeah. why do I, like, why would I care if Wally's a boy or a girl? I don't or why think would you I do. You I just think it's you like, know, you I just think that we're programmed to have a yeah. strong social order. And yeah. like the first thing you can notice about something is their sex. Yeah. Like that's an obvious, like, okay. Separation of, t- of people. And I think we do it very subconsciously on like a biological level too. Like there's been a lot of studies on this actually. It's so interesting. It is really interesting. And, and unlearning some of that is kind of hard. Yeah. Like I Bud think. Light is straight. Okay. <laughs> yes. like, Bud Light is a cis male. Like, okay. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like why? Yes. It's just so interesting how brands are creating new identities around their products. And as a digital marketer, I'm absolutely fascinated. Oh, yeah. So proud of That's Bud like Light. crack for you. So proud of Dylan. She yes. did a great job on her campaign. Well, and, and as we've seen too, like in, you know, in some of the work that we have shared together, just the two of us, like representation really does matter. It really it does. It matters so much. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think good for them and wish her all the best. And I hope that she is able to take in more of the good than the negative. It did say that she posted an Instagram story uh, where she said there's been a lot going on and I was feeling a little down. I mean, of course, she's a human being. Isn't that all? But it's like, of course, that makes me sad. sad. You know, can you imagine how long it took her to gain the courage to transition and share that with the world? Exactly. it's so frustrating that we, as adults, experience bullying. It's yes, so and participate in it. That's ridiculous. Like, I don't know. I just wish that we could look at people as people and and understand that everybody needs support. Everybody needs to feel loved. No one needs to be torn down. Like, what is that doing for you to tear somebody else down? Legitimately. What's the ROI? Blackening your own soul. What's honey? the ROI, babe? Like, yes, what, what, is the ROI? what is the ROI? Oh my God, like, I love that. Yeah. What are you getting back? Oh my God. I could go off. <laughs> we could go really in depth yeah. on this topic. Let us know your thoughts. Yeah. Unless they're hateful and just keep them to yourself. <laughs> Don't just listen kidding. to us. Just kidding. I mean, like I said, obviously like. Except well, not kidding. <laughs> well, I'm like yeah. half kidding. Yeah. I mean, both of us have said like we want want to just because I don't agree with someone doesn't mean I can't sit down with them and love them uh but if you're gonna be hateful like no thank you I yeah I don't know so anyway that was our yeah that was the news let us know your thoughts let us know your thoughts uh tell us if you like the can yeah, yeah. I want to see it. I need to look into it. I'm going to go give it's her a so follow cute. too. She looks love. so cute. Mm-hmm. It's adorable. That's great. Um, yeah, go watch that TikTok campaign. Give her some views. Yeah. Leave also, a, who's going to date comment. Taylor Swift next? Should it be me? Should <laughs> I go for Should I go for it? Uh, should we finally be together? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. You can write a song with her. She's stunning. You can check her grammar. Yes. <laughs> we would be such a good team. Just kidding. I would be best friends with her copy. in a second. <laughs> yes. <laughs> today no man could ever be worthy honestly who is what man is worthy who is she gonna date no of any woman woman. none you know not really any doing our best just kidding paul yeah not you love you paul and and adam (laughs) great husband yes just kidding kind of (laughs) 
<laughs> um, okay. So we have had some interest in talking about tarot. Oh yeah. 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 yeah we've yeah. had people interested in that. And so Failure. I was telling Camille, I, we've talked about it a couple of times, maybe at least one time in a previous episode that you do tarot. I do. Um, and so I am super interested, like a lot of people already learn more about it. So if you, do you want to, do you want me to start with a history? I just my, like little got nervous. Nerd. Like my oh, hands no. went numb. No, go ahead. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> this is like, you can, you know, this is just your experience with it, how you lean into it. Um, what you, you know, what you like to do with it. Yeah. So I'll start, how about this? <laughs> yeah. I'll give, I'll give my nerdy little history lesson. Yeah, Cause your, I love, give your history lesson. I love please. to do it. I got nervous suddenly, but just for people that, um, are wondering like what even is tarot. So, um, it has Italian roots and started out as a pack of playing cards used from at least the mid 15th century in Europe. So very old, um, from their Italian roots, tarot playing cards spread to most of Europe, evolving into a family of games that includes German and modern games like uh, in France and in Austria. And then in the late 18th century, French occultists, I don't even know what that is. I'm going to look that up. We'll fact check it. Made elaborate but substantiated claims that their history and meaning leading to the emergence of custom decks for use in divination via tarot card reading and cardam cardamancy learning oh, some words today interesting yeah so they started out as as entertainment in the mid 15th century they think actually it sounds like it might predate that but i have another interesting little tidbit i should have brought my uh traditional deck this is not so you oh that's have okay seen, yeah because the well, I'll come, the I'll come over and we'll do witchy things the another, illustration another time the illustrations on a traditional decks like you can tell are from like medieval you can tell there's still interesting that they've still kept like the integrity of that you know well when you look at it in my opinion just side note when you look at a traditional deck and you're um, doing tarot with a traditional deck I feel the meanings are much more clear in the picture interesting The, the newer ones like this one it's not as clear or as specific okay. like there's certain pictures that you're like oh my god I totally get the meaning just from that picture mm-hmm. if that this is more sense. interpretive yeah this is more interpretive and like you kind of have to google them the meanings if you don't know them by yeah. heart does that make sense it does yeah, yeah. oh that's so interesting I yeah. can't wait for you to tell us more but just yeah. a little another little tidbit is tar taro <laughs> excuse me taro you taro taro tarot cards weren't designed for few for fortune telling initially. So the original tarot cards weren't meant for gaming. These games included, uh, in Italy, probably just butchered that. I'm very sorry. Tarot in France. And then, um, a German word that my nieces could probably tell me how to read, um, uh, in Germany. So some of these originally tarot card games are still played today. For example, the German version was Austria's third most popular card game which is wild. It uses a deck like a tarot deck with an extra face or court card and, um, major arcana. Does that mean anything? Yeah. To you? So okay. major arcana. So similar to a plain deck in the yeah. U S um, there's different suits. So like there's wands, um, there's swords, uh, there's cups, there's pentacles okay. and then there's major arcana. So okay. major arcana, uh, uh, are very meaningful when you're doing a reading. Like they are very impactful and mean okay. a lot more. And then the other suits have, of course, their own meanings. Um, like swords are much more logical in thinking or can even be betrayal depending on the card. Mm. Pentacles are money um, or career-based. And then cups are feelings. Okay. Yeah. So it's a, it's a very interesting. interesting. All the suits mean something. That's different. so interesting. I just want to make a tie to people that have like some kind of uh, clairvoyant um, gift. Like for instance, we've talked about him um, during the paranormal episode, which I know you weren't available for, but Elise yeah. and I talked about Tyler. Oh my gosh. What's his last name? Oh, wait, I know who you're talking about. The celebrity guy. Yes. Yeah. Um, and he's wild. He is. But he's what I was going to say is, I mean, not crazy in a bad way. Just yeah, like but like crazy, it's, talented. it's crazy what yeah, he can his do. His gift is insane. Um, but what I was going to say is he, t- he talked a lot about how developing his gift, it involves so much interpretation. So it's interesting to see that common thread is all I was kind of getting out there because it's not straightforward what he gets, like what he actually 
you know, conveys to somebody that he's doing a reading with, it's, it's not like verbatim from what he's getting on the other side, so to speak. It's like oh. he is shown something or hears something and he has to kind of draw a connection like a vision yes so it's interesting that you have to do that with this type of thing too which kind of makes sense like i don't know if we could get something so specific that makes sense because a lot of psychics are like i'm seeing blah 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 it's like they can't like it's like some your symbology your your communication with the spirit world isn't going to be in sentences right which kind of makes sense like we're not really in a linear situation probably so yeah um, that totally makes that 100% makes sense to me it is an interpret so when you're doing tarot it is an interpretation and um that's kind of why I hate so but prior to recording this episode Kara Mm -hmm. was like let's do a reading on air yeah I was like do a reading for me um and I I get nervous doing that because of one specific instance um she I think she listens to the podcast she's so cool and Alicia knows her too um but she asked me to do a reading for her and on her boyfriend Mm -hmm. and on her and her boyfriend and um after I was shown the cards I felt so incredibly uncomfortable and she's like what do they say (laughs) it's like uh, <laughs> it's really good. Do yeah. you want the good news first or the bad news? It was so yeah. bad. And oh, I was no. like, it's saying like you're hanging on to the relationship. It's dead. He has like um addiction behaviors and it turns out he was like an alcoholic. She told Dang. she shared with me. It was like very vulnerable. And um after that our relationship really was not the same. And then whenever I saw her and her yeah. boyfriend, it was kind of uncomfortable, at least for me, sure. it co- maybe wasn't for her, but it was for me because I'm like, I have this scope into your life that I didn't necessarily yes. want. And you had to be like the bearer of bad news in a yeah. way. And you're like, well, the card said it, but yeah, I'm here to help you understand what they mean. Well, yeah. And I'm not like a professional. Sure. So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it's wrong. <laughs> I don't know that. Like, fact check it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, maybe it's talking about my relationship. Like, I'm here too. I'm influencing the energy. Who knows? You know, weird stuff. Yeah. But the first time I got my tarot cards read, everything has come true. That's so predicted. Yeah. Okay. So, can you tell us, you know, how you first got interested, how you heard about it, when you started doing it? Tell us the scoop. Yeah. So, me and my girl Kata, shout out Kata. we were best friends at the time. I was, I've told, I've told this story so many times on social media and there are pe- still followers that remember from years ago when I've told this story. Really? I'm like, Ooh, yeah, I don't know if I've heard so it though. Crazy. So, um, me and my girl Kata went, it was, uh, my birthday month. We went, or her birthday month, one of the two for one of our birthdays, we went to this woman who actually lives like five minutes away from me now. Hmm. Her name is Camille. Um, of course it of is. Of course it is. <laughs> She's Mexican. Of course she, she is. She no longer reads. I've tried to get a hold of her Aww. several times. Um, but I was very heartbroken over a um, boy or a man. Um, probably a boy. <laughs> probably a boy. I, yeah, I was like 21. <laughs> you know, he's like 22, 23. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was so heartbroken. My own doing. Like I totally sabotaged this relationship. And I was like, Is he gonna forgive me? Is he gonna take me back? I, you know, we've gone back and forth for the past couple of months. I miss him so much. Are we meant to be? Please tell me, like we're meant to be. So that's what, that's what I was asking in my reading and and she did the cards and she's like, nur, (laughs) (laughs) Nabu. Yeah. She's like, nur, no, he's not your man right now. Like that's not your dude, at least for right now. Um, but I am showing, um, two men in the future. So she said the next guy, um, that you're going to be with, you're probably going to meet him within, uh, two or three months. Uh, or you already have met him or he, he has like mutual friends with you. Like he's in your circle somehow in your and, orbit. And I was thinking to myself, I know, sorry, the UPS guy just oh. walked up and we got terrified. Oh no. Oh, he's the doorbell. ringing the doorbell. Okay, okay. Let me pause. So I'm like, so she's telling me that I'm going to meet this guy in two or three months. I may have already know him in my circle. Oh yada, yada, yada. And so I'm trying to think I'm sitting there. I'm like, who the fuck could this be? Like, I can't think about this person at all. So then she goes on to say, this guy you will be with for a while, maybe one or two years. And then, um, and then it's not going to work out. Like, you're going to think this is the one that you're going to be with. Mm-hmm. I know Kara's up face. <laughs> my eyes are popping out of my head. So she's Continue. like, she's like, you think that this is the guy. Like you think that this is the one. Um, and she describes him. She's like, he's white, tall, very wealthy, um, comes from money and I don't know him. Yeah. I've never heard of him. And, uh, you're going to think he's the one and it's not going to work out. 
and you guys are going to break up and then you're going to meet another guy. And this guy isn't the one. I'm like getting nervous even saying this on air. Uh, And this guy is the one and, um, and you're going to, you're going to know like right away when you meet him and you guys are going to be together for maybe a year or two and there's going to be lots of conflict. Um, and you guys both have a lot of growing up to do. So you're going to separate and you're going to be separated. She was saying like the, so she was saying the bond was going to be so good. It's almost like marriage or like Mm -hmm. partnership, but it's, she was saying we were married, but Obviously, that's not the case. But anyway, right. <laughs> so she's like, you guys are going to be married. Maybe that then. got blurred with the previous one. Perhaps. You know what I mean? Or, um, I'll, okay, so I'll tell this in a, in a, in a little bit. So, okay. uh, so she's like, you guys are going to be married or together for a year or two. And then you guys are going to divorce for a year. And then you guys are going to come back together. And it's going to work out. And you guys are going to be together forever. Interesting. Yeah. And, um, and this was what, 10 years ago? Yeah. It was in 2013. Oh yeah. So 10, yeah. 10 years. Yeah. And, um, I, I just remember being so heartbroken that it wasn't the guy mm-hmm. at the time, mm-hmm. you know, I think I know you're talking about too. But yeah. Yeah. 100%. Uh, if you follow me on TikTok, it's Eiffel tower guy. Yep. Yeah. Knew it. <laughs> um, and that is not a sexual reference by the oh, way. Yes. No, no, <laughs> no. The actual, Eiffel the, tower. Act, the actual, Eiffel get tower. your, uh, anyway, out of the gutter. Yeah. Oh my God. I get so many comments on that video. I like bet. that. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, and so then she also went on to predict, uh, my disease. She was like, something's going to happen with your legs. You're not going to be mobile for a while. Um, you're going to have it's show you. She was like, your palm is showing three pregnancies, but you're only going to have one. Like mm-hmm. she, no, she was like, your palm is showing three pregnancies. And I was like, okay, but how many kids? And she was mm-hmm. like, I just, I can only tell you pregnancies. Interesting. Yeah. So, and, and that has been how many pregnancies I've had and I've only had one kid. Yes. Um, so, so she knew like she couldn't tell me yeah. how that worked out. Right. right. Cause I couldn't know. Right. Um, and then she, she said, you know, you're going to worry about money a lot, but there's nothing to worry about. Like you're, you're good. I you're love al- that card for you. You're always going to be good. Like mm-hmm. yeah, the universe is very, uh, partial to you and will always get back to you, which has always been the case. I've always stressed about money and I've mm-hmm. always been fine. Um, and she, she predicted a lot of, a lot of things, but I forgot about the second guy for a long time that she predicted. So oh, I'm first sure. Guy. Well, cause it's so much life happened in between yeah, that happening. And then today, so I totally yeah. forgot. So I forgot there was a second guy and I always thought that the reading said, um, that I was in a divorce um, my ex-husband the and then we were going to get back together. And I was like, there's no fucking oh, way. Mm, Absolutely no man. not. Yeah. And, yeah. um, and no offense to him. We're just like not meant to be together. Sure. And, um, <laughs> but then my friend Rachel, uh, she lives in San Diego. I was confiding with her about the divorce and stuff. And she was like, yeah, but remember the psychic said there was going to be a second guy that was going to come into your life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh Yeah. I forgot about that. About that. Yeah. So there's a second guy. And so the, and so, um, I'm curious to to see how that works out, but Mm -hmm. it's interesting what I was going to say about that, because she did say we were married in the reading and that we were going to get a divorce Mm -hmm. is that whenever I've pulled tarot on the guy I was with after my divorce, um, which I hate categorizing him that way, but I can't say his name. So that's the only reason I'm saying that right. just as a disclaimer and for timeline for purposes too. Yeah. So the guy yes. I dated after my divorce, uh, we started dating about a year after I got divorced and, um, I, I was very much in love with him and whenever I do tarot with him, um, it shows major, major arcana. So as, as stated previously, major arcana is like a very important, deep connection. So, um, the major arcana it always shows is the lovers or the two. So two of cups is not major arcana. So when we first started dating and I would do tarot on him, it was always two of cups, which is like a soulmate card. Mm -hmm. And then the lovers is a very deep soulmate connection and typically would mean that you're married or, or queen of cups or king of cups that usually is like you're married or you have a very deep connection. Mm -hmm. So it would make sense in her reading that she would think that we were married or there was some sort of deep bond 
there because even when I do tarot on it, it shows, um, those deeper connections that are very rare Mm -hmm. to a reading, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like they're not easily pulled. Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They wouldn't just show that for like some guy you met at the bar. Sure. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So then from there, how did you, you just became fascinated with it and decided you wanted to incorporate that into your own Well, practices? yeah. So what's crazy is I didn't buy a tarot deck until I want to say like seven or eight years later. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And this was the tarot deck I bought. I, I brought it with me. Yeah. Um, and I, <laughs> I did a reading on, um, I think like the first reading I did on it was about my ex-husband. We were married at the time and mm-hmm. it said that we were going to divorce and that there was some sort of, um, I'm like, should I say that? Uh, <laughs> there was some sort of betrayal happening. Um, and yeah, it was right. And it, yeah. predi- it predicted it like six months prior to it happening mm-hmm. um, or before me even knowing. And I even remember telling my ex-husband, like, what are you hiding from me? Tara says you're hiding something from me. And he was like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, but yeah, yeah it was very interesting. But betrayal can be multiple things. It doesn't sure. have to be. Um, so like the seven of swords is what I've been shown when someone's betraying me and it can even be like someone's keeping a secret from you or it can be like someone stole from you or Mm -hmm. someone's hiding their feelings from you like it can be like something's hidden from you or um someone's um manipulating you or someone's um like it, it doesn't have to be um something crazy like monumental yeah monumental it can be like literally the littlest betrayal interesting yeah yeah so it's very and it's it's shown it for me with every person that's betrayed me so even this last guy he was hiding something from me it told me when it when he was hiding something from me witchy so I knew like uh three weeks before he told me were you then like even though you're given this let's call it a heads Median. up. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. That was probably a better word yeah. for it. <laughs> how do you feel when you're faced with what has been predicted? Like, how does that feel to have been given this sort of like premonition of it occurring, but oh, then to actually live it? It's awful. Um, like this last time was absolutely unbearable. Like to know that someone is betraying, actively betraying you or, um, could or is going to like Mm -hmm. uh and then find out what it is it's like it's just do you feel like it leaves you in a limbo mind like state of mind absolutely for longer yeah I like this last time um because I just adore this person and I think the world of him um when it showed me that he was betraying me um I was just like, no, there's no way. I remember telling my friend Mari, she listens mm. to the podcast, love you. Hey. Uh, I remember being like, he would never, like he would never uh, hide something from me. It has to be something stupid. Like it has to be something trivial. It has to be something like he's, it's good intended. Like mm-hmm. there, there's no way he would um, betray me or hide. Like I was just like, mm-hmm. no, there's no way. I, I, I just did not believe that he would ever, um, do something like that. And so then when he finally told me, because I'm very patient, mm-hmm. I don't, uh, now in my life, when Tarot tells me something, I just sit and observe. Um, and I knew something was happening. I was very anxious, very out of sorts. I was having panic attacks and I knew something was coming. And then when he finally told me, I was like, okay, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so do you feel like it's a double-edged sword to do this type of exercise in your life where, you did experience, you know, those types of anxious feelings. Am, am I making you have a life <laughs> a crisis, an existential crisis? Um, I'm just, I'm just curious, like in, in hindsight, I think it's okay. So it is helpful because I have so much fear, like of abandonment or, or betrayal. I've been betrayed so many times in my life. Um, and it, it is helpful, like for instance, in the beginning of my relationship with that guy, it was helpful to do tarot because tarot was like, no, like he loves, like he loves you. Like Mm. this man is obsessed with you. He's not saying it, but he, like he is good intended and definitely, um, like don't let this one 
go, mm-hmm. you know, don't be stupid. Um, and so I think it was helpful in the beginning cause I was like, okay. Yeah. Like navigating yes. a new relationship. Totally. Yes. Give you, know, you some kind of direction or affirmation. Yes. Yeah. And it is very honest. And even now if I ask about him, it's like, he loves you so much, you know, whatever, mm. whatever. Um, so I think those things are helpful in, in those spaces, but at the same time, um, there, it can definitely, you know, you can definitely have like a toxic relationship with tarot. And I've talked to a lot of other yeah. people, spiritual people about this, that it's like, you can't abuse. It's like anything else, right? Mm-hmm. Like, are you making it worse on yourself or is it, are you using it as a helpful yes. tool? tool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, well, um, that's good to be cognizant of that too. Yeah. And exercise it in a healthy way that is beneficial for you. Yeah. And not just obsess over it or abuse it, like you said. So, um, when I become obsessive or compulsive with that, I, um, start making rules for myself. For instance, um, you can only ask about yourself or you can only ask about business or, Mm. you know, those types of things. So before I send proposals, I actually ask Tarot if I should send the proposal or, um, before I send like a risky text, like a, you know, paragraph kind of situation, the the type of thing where you're like white knuckled, like should I or shouldn't I? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so I'll ask that. Um, and it's, it's helped me a lot with processing slower and mm-hmm. taking time to think like, it'll say like, Camille, you're not thinking. Right now. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Or if I anxiously ask a question, if I'm like, does blah, 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 blah. It's it, like, will immediately show me nine of swords, which so it's is kind like of your, a mirror too. It's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. It, it'll tell you how you're feeling or what you need or, um, how you should proceed or, you know, that sort of thing. If you had some advice to give to somebody that's interested in starting it and hasn't done it yet, what would you tell them? Oh, just do it. Just to go for it. It's so fun. Do you have any, like, you don't have to, if this is kind of like a protected I've I've obviously like told my whole life story already. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But do you have any rituals that you do around a reading or like, do you keep your cards in a certain spot? Like, I feel like I would be, I would get kind of witchy with it and like protect Mm, them. That's such a good question. Um, So all my cards are in my nightstand. They say, I've heard um, that if you sleep next to them, they become like more in tune to Mm. you which makes sense to me sure um the other thing that is so crazy that I forgot to share is that when I initially bought this deck and and two other decks um or maybe one other deck Chad my best friend he was a contractor for me at the time and would be at my house all Mm -hmm. the time and there was this TikTok filter that came out and it was the paranormal filter I don't know if anyone if you're listening and you remember this like please comment or message me uh but there was a paranormal filter and it would show if you had ghosts in your house and stuff. It was mm-hmm. so fucking creepy. That sounds so really like creepy. energy. I'll show you after that. Okay. Too. Ooh, no, and I, I remember, I, I remember Chad was like, uh, put it on the tarot decks. Like, I wonder if it'll have energy. <gasps> re- and I did. The tarot oh my God. Had, no. Isn't that creepy? Yes. Also. Hey Chad. Hi Chad. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What? Isn't that insane? And so after that, oh I was like, I just oh had a my God, visceral response to hearing Isn't that. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Okay. So there, I feel like there have been, there's like a big debate about whether or not people believe that objects can carry energy, certain objects. I feel like we oh, talked about this in the office. I genuinely believe that. I do yeah. too. And, but some people don't, and they think that certain objects or elements can, and others can't. So I'm curious, what do y'all think? What do you guys think? Yeah. I think they can. I think so. Well, it's too. like, it goes back to the atom structure and how... Yes. You know, the, what is it? The electrons or the protons or whatever move differently based on who's observing them. Yes. You know, exactly. It's like, hello. Yeah. Of and course. All, all we are is energy, you know? So genuinely without gravity, we would just be <laughs> like floating around just, like a bunch yep. of little molecules, <laughs> like, hello. like a bunch of a little amoebas. Well, yeah. And it might yeah. just, I mean, if we're getting really deep, it might just be our eyesight that, that makes us see the world or, you know. Well, because they say we only use like 10% of our brain. So if we were using, you know, more, a different, um, like animals see differently than us or, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Well, that's why people started taking acid, Camille. Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) Actually, I learned something kind of interesting just on, just on the subject of, you know, the parts of our brain that we can utilize or I guess access Mm -hmm. the, I learned that the founder of AA 
got clean What's because up, Bill? he took. <laughs> What's up? Anyway, predates got, Bill probably got a little so, bit. He got sober. Yes. Okay, hey, Bill. Um, but no, he, Bill is the the originator, not Bill. My dad. Oh, I thought I meant you. Bill. Met your dad. I thought brother Bill. Brother Bill. Bro- well, no, not brother Bill, but uh, Bill is the founder of AA. Okay. Yeah. I didn't remember his name. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, my point was he found sobriety through LSD and I'm not condoning that really? by any means. I didn't I'm know just that. sharing that information. I learned that, um, recently I was just, I, what was I doing when I learned this? Who knows? I, I go down some weird, I just am a researcher, like little nerd. I just like to learn things. Yes. And I'm, when I get curious about something, I'm like, Oh, what's the history of that? Oh, well, how did that happen? Yeah. And who is this? I didn't know that. Yeah. So anyway, and then a lot of people obviously think like there's been a lot of experimentation in uh, psychiatrics with hallucinogens like that. Yes. Um, Or sorry, sorry, psychedelics. I think that's actually the category of drug that that is. Yes. And um, anyway, so that's a whole other world. But I just thought that was really interesting that that's how he found sobriety. And like, think about, I'm not, again, I'm not condoning the use of acid, but I'm just saying it's really interesting to hear that somebody tapped into a part of their brain it, it caused them to, you know, commit to sobriety and then he founded AA because of it. That's interesting. Isn't that crazy? So that's really interesting you say that because I have friends that, um, do journeys, mm-hmm. um, like guided ones guided, with somebody guided yeah. journeys and, um, not ayahuasca. I think it's like MDMA or, okay. I don't know. I ha- I do have friends that do ayahuasca too in like different countries, but yes, this yeah. is something you, you got to travel for that. Yeah. This <laughs> one's local. Um, and, uh, they have told me the craziest things they've seen. And people that I know that have done ayahuasca see like people that have died and yes. Oh my gosh. Like people yeah. have, have experienced very, very, uh, very powerful healing moments yeah. mm-hmm. with somebody that has died. Isn't yeah. Cra- it's like wild. Some, like, Again, yeah. look at us talking about death. You know, we're oh just, my <laughs> I know I thought Why about are another, we so morbid. <laughs> I thought about another paranormal experience as we were talking and a friend of mine passed away when I was 19 or 20. Um, gosh, he was like such a huge part of my life, but, um, and his memory still is, but, uh, me and my boyfriend at the time, because we were both, it was his best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, we went to this healer or guider and I'll only speak on my experience. I don't want to speak on his cause that's very private. Yes. Um, but I went into the guide with her and she was asked him to come forward and communicate with me. And one of my biggest memories of this person, um, is his hugs and Mm. how genuinely, like he was really too sweet for the world and just so incredibly amazing. Um, so amazing that I almost, I almost named my, my son after him, but, um, he, right when he came forward, I felt his hug. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Yes. And I couldn't I see, there was you, nothing in the room that I could see, like, yeah. but obviously she could, Yeah, and she was describing and we had a whole conversation and, um, it was a, an incredibly moving and life-changing experience. Absolutely. Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. Yeah. But I mean, energy never goes away. Right. Physics. Yeah. I really do think that, I mean, I believe we are spiritual beings and having a human experience. I would agree with that. Yeah. Like, do you believe in reincarnation? I don't know. I think I, I've been back and forth about that. I don't know. I feel like, you know, I think we can't know. So like, why not think maybe? I I feel like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. I just genuinely feel that there's no way that there's like an end. Yeah. You know? I know. I agree. There, like, what would be the point? <laughs> We're getting really existential here and I'm going to, I need like yeah, a palate cleanser. Like emotional. You need to go take shots after this or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Like what, what, then why are we here? Yeah. There's just no way that there's not reincarnation. Also, I believe in numerology and numerology believes in reincarnation. Yeah. So, so it supports uh, that. Yeah. Like, you know, your life path or whatever yeah. it's, that believes like you have like nine or 11 lives or something like that. I think it's all really fascinating to read about because, you know, there are people with all kinds of research and theologies out there and, you know, the world's your oyster if you want to go after these types of things. But uh, okay. let's ask Tarot a question before we end. Okay. okay. What do you, you want to ask? I don't know. You can ask anything you want. 
Oh, I don't know. I hadn't thought about it because I didn't, I don't really know how it works. So so you ask a specific question, like you kind of go in with an intention of, I want to know more about X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Mm. I'm shuffling right now. I'm trying not to do it on the table because it's so loud. Okay. Okay. I have, I think I have one. Well, I'm trying, I'm like, what do I share? It's not too deeply personal. Um, okay. I kind of want to know where, where we'll live like years and years from now like will we will we be here forever or will we relocate eventually okay so is that a is that a decent no, question yeah ask? like will you leave new mexico eventually yeah okay yeah that's a decent okay yeah okay let me move my mic hold on okay well what did i do oh, okay command not available okay thank god i was like <laughs> Shit, no okay so let's answer caro's um question oh shoot um oh do are we gonna use those yeah so just for any like we obviously y'all are just listening but two cards fell as she was shuffling the cards together yeah hold on let's see on the floor is what i meant hmm Okay, this is what I'm saying that I feel like it's not even giving me an answer for you. It yeah. just, like keeps going back to something else. Um, <laughs> so fucking annoying. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe I maybe because I didn't really really want to know this coming into it. It's like my intention wasn't there, but maybe yours is stronger. You yeah. What, I mean? what were you really intending to ask? Did you have something else on your yes. mind? What was your <laughs> question? I'm scared to no, ask. Just say it. Okay. Will we have a third child? Uh, hold on. (laughs) I know. I was like, this is not the, okay. It's be, it's saying. I'm making this decision with tarot and not my husband. I'm just kidding. I know. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm like, hold on. Let me, I'm trying to interpret. So, um, a lot of their cards are reversed, so that that's usually like a no mm. um, for these specific cards. Okay, um, it's it's kind of saying like it's it's time to focus on work right now. I think that that is yeah. very true. I didn't mean yeah. right now. Yeah, not right now. It's saying like if you did that right now, you would feel regretful. Oh yeah, I feel yeah. like that is true. Okay, well let me ask like what about what about in the future, like in years from now, okay. or you know. Let's see. It says, yeah, like you have the option, like the pathway. Um, but right now you need to set boundaries for yourself. I love that. That's yeah. like exactly. Yeah. So it's I'm saying, thinking. it's saying like, um, so queen of swords is very logical and practical. Yes. And um, I probably need to lean more into that right now. Yeah. And for she's, sure. she's very, she knows her worth. Okay. Um, she knows what she needs mm-hmm. and she's very good about asking for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's saying like, you, you could go on that path, but make sure that that's what's best for, ooh, best for your self-love mm. um, and that you're being true to yourself. So seven of swords, that's like the betrayal card. So you uh-huh. have to make sure you're making a decision that's true to to what is good for you. Okay. And not cool. necessarily, yeah. Very like interesting. It. Yeah. But it, it, you know, ace of cups came out and ace of swords came out. So that's pretty major arcana. So it's it's a very strong message. It's saying like, please like do what's good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Very interesting. Thanks for sharing all of your knowledge about this. Yeah. But it's a, it's definitely saying like you should focus on work. Yeah. No, that's uh that is the, actually you got King of Pentacles, which is like provider. It's like a provider energy. (laughs) She's a working mom. She's a working babe. (laughs) Any other questions? You want to ask another one? No, that was so that was quite enough. That was quite you're like I'm I'm sweating. (laughs) Was that like too vulnerable? Cool. Thanks for sharing that with the internet. I kinda wanna just kidding. It's fine. I kinda wanna ask, um, is the podcast going to be successful like are we going to make income from the podcast and should we keep doing it because obviously it's a passion project okay oh shoot wait i'm gonna do okay give us sponsors i'm whispering into my water (laughs) uh okay it's saying 
It's saying we need to focus more on it, which we talked about today. Um, yes, we sure yeah. did. But it's y'all, like, it's just been, our focus you know, isn't, isn't really great. We need to like hone in a little bit. Yeah. Um, Give our, it the attention. Our minds need. are somewhere else. Yes. Um, but like opportunities will come because we love it so much. We're so passionate about it. Yeah. So something's coming. It's saying, like, what are you saying is coming? Mm. Let's see. Because King of Cups is like a lot of love, like. Like, we obviously love the passion, huh? Conflict. This is what I'm saying. I don't think it's answering this question. Hmm. Defeat. I don't know. I feel like this is about somebody else. Maybe. Yeah. I'm, the King of Cups always shows up. That <laughs> okay. Well, with that, y'all Whatever. give us feedback. Tell us what do you else think do we're you want us successful? to talk about. Yeah. What else would y'all want to hear discussed or, you know, give our two cents on? We always love feedback, so y'all tell us. Tell us what you want. Tell us what you... Tell me what you want from me. Do you remember that Yes. Dun, 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 Take dun, dun, a look dun. at what you see. <laughs> Who sings that? I have no idea. I feel like that is That's like a blast from the past. Jeanette, if you're listening, please tell me who sings that. That's yes, my please. sister. She Thanks, listens Jeanette. to all of our episodes. Aww. And my Thank dad. Thank you for Hi, doing that. <laughs> Thank you for being one of our 10 listeners. Yes. Just every- kidding. We actually have a lot of listeners. Yeah. <laughs> when we really, really appreciate everybody that tunes in. Thank you so much. We love to do this and we really love to connect with y'all. So yeah. Message us. Tell us what you think. Yeah. Do not ask me for a reading for the love of God. Yeah. Okay. Love y'all. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.